Y'all We Read It, the podcast where me and my best friend talk about old, early Y2K young adult novels. I'm one of your hosts, Maggie Gates. And I'm the other host, Laura. Uh, coincidentally, also the best friend that they were talking about. <laughs> Whoa. Woo. Woo. Spoiler alert. Oh, I love to spoil things. That's this entire podcast when you think about it. Oh, God, really? I mean, but is it really a spoiler if these books came out so long ago? Yeah, what is the grace period on spoilers? I, th- I heard it was like, I think it depends. I like to think it's like at least like a year. I For did, big things, like it's a smaller amount of time. I did make a tweet draft in our Twitter, Yeah, We Read It. Oh, you should follow us there, listener. Which you should follow it. But I was actually thinking about this topic last night. Mm-hmm. And remember the simple times when you could just absolutely decimate your enemy by spoiling the new Harry Potter? Oh my god, yeah. No subtweets. You could just annihilate someone yeah. for years. Oh my god. What a satisfying feeling. Truly. I remember wow. I ruined Dumbledore's death for someone and in seventh grade and my best friend will not stop bringing it up. That's hysterical. Isn't that crazy? That is hysterical, Meg. I know. I well, feel so bad. Oops. We can't turn back time. Yes. But we can read the things from there. That was kind of beautiful. That was kind of beautiful, right? We're ending our third season. With our slogan. With our slogan. <laughs> <laughs> our new branded it. slogan. Uh, we're going to release merch now. Oh, clearly, that's the next uh, That's the next answer. We'll get around to it. Um, yeah. So, the book before this was um, Omniscient? Ominous. Ominous. I couldn't... I was Nothing texting was really you. ominous of it, though. I was texting you just strings of letters. Yeah. And you were like, what are you saying? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what this book is called. Well, all of these books have buzzwords. I even think, like, after you finished Ominous, you're like, what's the 14th book? And I was like, I don't know. And you were like, is it Vengeance? And I was like, no, I don't know. That's fair. Out of sight, out of mind. And it was Vengeance. Vengeance is this book we're about to talk about. And Ominous ends with... The whole last book was just witchcraft. It was witchcraft, and it ends with Mr. Lange dying. Yes. Ends with Mr. Lange dying. Re- Which, like, weird. It was a weird thing. It was. It was, like, a slow-mo moment again that mirrored the book where Josh jumped in front of a bullet. Yeah. But this time, Mr. Lange was jumping in front of a knife, and he actually got hit this time. Classic. How, what a classic What a classic trope in Private World. What a classic trip. Um, and listeners, we think, obviously, Maggie and I talked about this last week, like, where are we going to go now that Mr. Lange has died? And, like, Rita's just turned 17, Mr. Lange has died. Any direction we could have went in. Uh, instead, we pick up in June. Yep. Six months later. Uh, Which isn't six months. That's five months. February to June is five months. Oh, yeah. In the book, they kept saying, oh, it's been six months. And I was like, this bitch cannot count. I just dropped my pen because that's how mad I am. You were so heated. I'm infuriated. Well, we kind of have to address the elephant in the room, which is Billings. So there's a new Billings building being built. Jesus Christ. I'm going to use that next time I'm performing. I'm going to be new New Billings 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 being being built. built. That's New Billings building being built. That's going to be, that's a good tongue twister. And Reed is a 17 year old girl who's in charge of all this. Because Reed uh, got a huge inheritance from Mr. Lange's death. And instead of doing anything uh, good with the money, she's going to rebuild a fucking house for millions and millions and millions of dollars. A place that brought her so much trauma. I, like, literally, like, girl, you still have to go to college. Yeah. Like. Why aren't you saving for college? Why are you saving for college? Buy a home. Buy a home for you to invest it. Put it in an IRA. Yeah. I literally anything. that was Yeah, you. you did. A yeah. Roth. Uh, there's a Roth IRA and there's an actual IRA. Fuck Billings. Give me an IRA. Now that's the slogan of the show. And 
Yep, she's overseeing it too. Yeah. And the other crazy twist, she yeah. was like, Billings will be different from now on because even after I've graduated, I will be picking the girls who will be in it based on GPA. And I was like, why? Literally, why? This is nepotism. I know. She makes a huge thing about being like, the admissions is going to change. And I'm like, that's what started this whole fucking problem in the first place. Why are you still instilling that? I, yeah, I don't know. None of this makes sense. Um, But anyway, she's inviting all of these Billings alumni for this ribbon cutting ceremony to not reveal the new home, but to reveal the construction site. Yeah. Which is, again, strange. And... As she's using all this money, Noelle is kind of mad since it seems like this kind of goes against her dad's wishes. Yeah, Noelle was like, I was kind of happy this house was gone, knowing that, like, my dad started to dislike this house and now he's dead. Why would I want to build something with his money? Reed is like a toddler throwing a temper tantrum about this. Yeah, and Josh is also like, maybe Noelle has a point. And she's like, well, when do you two ever get along? Yeah. Reed has zero empathy in no, this. No. She, she just wants her us. house back. And Noelle is pretty distant because of this, which makes sense. She's Her dealing. dad just died. Of course she's distant. Yeah. Uh, this is extremely annoying to me. I do not understand why Reed cannot see things from other people's point of views. But no. anyways, Headmaster Hallway... <sighs> I wrote down Headmaster Hallway. That's hilarious, and I wish that was his name. <laughs> I think my phone autocorrected. Headmaster Hallway. He calls Reed to his office to be like, you gotta stop making this hey, place. Hey, yeah, it's, this is the plot of the book, listeners. Get ready. He goes, uh, it turns out someone submitted all your blueprints and proposals about this house to the county, and it's not up to code, nor is your party that you're hosting up to code. And since you don't have time to make it up to code, we have to scrap this whole project. Yeah. He's postponing the ribbon-cutting ceremony just indefinitely. He, which he, really sucks for one me. One of the things on the list of problems, he, it's like, well, there's no heating for this party. And I'm like, it's in June. What do you mean there needs to be heating? Yeah, all again, of the green initiatives I get, but the heating. I, yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't think um, Kate Bryan has ever built a, a, a house, a dormitory. Yeah. Um, but I think she just, like, looked up, like, buzzwords that you need when you're, like, building something and just put them all in that yeah. uh, strain. I will say, I'll give her credit on being, like, there's a new green initiative, so zoning laws won't allow it. Yeah. Because I, I get that. You know, sure. make these buildings... Green. Recyclable. Ooh, yeah, make them biodegradable. As we've seen, Billings cannot pass the test yeah. of time. Make it recyclable. Make it recyclable. But, uh, and then after this, Reed's like, well, what am I gonna do? We also find out immediately that they just don't practice witchcraft anymore. Yeah, Kiki is the only one maybe dabbling but with it. so, listeners, I kid you not, we don't even talk about it once in this book, minus that little throwaway line. We just spent books books doing that the entire last plot of the book was that they were witches yeah we learned an entire backstory about people and eliza williams is brought up once in like a sense of i know eliza was smiling down on me that day what like literally what i don't know out of all the directions this book could have went in i was not expecting them to go witchcraft is a thing and then going nah not anymore why wouldn't you just have noelle's dad well okay get rid of the last book yeah have noelle's dad die in in any other way. Yeah, submarine. He went on a submarine expedition and the, the air pressure collapsed in and then he died that way. That's like a hero's journey. 
That is. Wouldn't that be cool? I was going to try to offer my own to the table, but I like that. I just think Kate Bryan needs more of an imagination in her deaths. Yeah. You can also tell that at this point, this has to be ghostwriting. I really think it is. I really think it is. Um, <sighs> but now they're trying to figure out who sabotaged this project. Yeah, because the new materials will cost a lot of money and Billings might not be ready until the following fall. So... They're kind of stressed out. Yeah. And around this time, she notices Gran and Missy kind of hanging out. Mm, which is weird, because Reed doesn't like Missy, and Gran doesn't like Josh, so it's like the nega Reed and Josh are Graham and Missy. Yeah, and if anything that we know about Kate Bryan is that she's not known for her subtlety, so this is pretty heavy-handed. Yeah, and then she's also like, I spent 99% of my waking hours thinking about how Mr. Lange died for me, and I was like, bitch, go to therapy. Oh my God, like, no. what? How are you building a house and spending 99% of your waking hours thinking about how your real father died for you? I have thoughts on this too later, so I'm excited <laughs> to get into it. Oh, yeah, man. She starts getting... Here's another plot point that we're going to... Big plot point. ...talk about. She starts getting texts from a mysterious number. She's sitting in class minding her own little business. She's wondering, how, how am I going to get out of this? And a text pops into her inbox, and it says, look for someone with like a G name. Yeah, and it's a helpful text, like which is different than all the spooky texts we've been getting over the past 14 books. It is a helpful text. They're yeah. like go in go in the little billings folder you got on yeah. your computer and look up for someone with the name of G. They'll be able to help you. And I was like, "Okay, helpful texter." Mm -hmm. So her and Ivy, they go back to their room. Um they're looking up someone and they find someone whose last name listed in the folder is S, but she has her, like a TV name. Yeah. Her like her TV name is like Carolina Grant. Yeah. And this bitch is all up in HGTV's guts. She likes to flip houses. She likes to make them more green. Yeah, and her show is called Go Green. <laughs> Go green! Go green! That sounds like something that we would have to volunteer for in school. Yeah. It like, sounds uh, like um like something that would be on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Like, you know, in those commercial breaks, they'd be like, you're a Disney Channel. We're going green! Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they call her the next day, and she's there bright and early. She's ready to go. She's got cameras. She's like, I'm ready to flip this place that I love. Thank yeah. you. And honestly, good for Carolina. She, like, knows how to do things. She's like... Really playing up that, like, man, I have a lot of memories here. Centuries of history. And, like, looking up at the house, like, very romantically. Yeah. Um, but then, like, Reed also sees, like, Missy and Paige, like, near the construction site. Not sus as fuck. Yeah. Headmaster Hathaway is, like, rushing up to them. He's like, what are all these cameras doing? What are you doing here? And Paige and Missy are just buzzing around him like little bees. Like, yeah. they can't do this. And then Carolina's like, mm, I raise your concerns and I'll attend your board meeting and prove you wrong. Yeah. She has a little heart to heart with Reed. She's like, if you're going to girl boss, you have to girl boss hard at this board of directors meeting. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I imagine them touching foreheads. Yeah. Hey, listen to me. You got a girl boss and girl boss hard. And on the flip side, dark side of the moon, we are also concerned about Josh in this book. Yeah. Josh, you know, forgot one of their dates. It's a little weird. Not like him. Because it's a regular coffee date that apparently they have every week, which at that point, you can, you can skip it. Yeah. But he this is big. It. He doesn't skip dates. <laughs> but yeah, so something just to keep in mind. Um, and then we're at the board meeting. Something weird about the board meeting is Noelle doesn't go, which makes sense because, you know, she's really upset about this. But also, Josh doesn't go. Yeah. To support his girlfriend? That's a little weird. Reed is kind of being understanding about this. 
Okay, he said he's stressed about graduation, but we have no idea why, since he already got into Cornell University. Like, yeah, what is he so stressed about? Why is he so stressed about grades all of a sudden? You're supposed to slack off when you get in. Yeah. Once I got into state school, I don't think I went to class. I was high every day. That's hilarious. I was such a goody two-shoes, so by the time I was finishing up high school, I was still, like, trying less in the classes I didn't need to, but boy... Um. AP Stats was really getting the worst of me, so I was, like, truly trying to Oof. get my grade up in there. I got C. I was a real piece of shit. I was the kid who would go hang out with, like, the community college kids. Yeah. I remember getting super ripped one day, and then I was like, I need to go back for English. I love English. It's stimulating. And I was just sitting high in class, and then I just did for the rest of the day. That's hilarious. Oh, thank God. Uh, memories. Um, but they win the proposal. They do. They have the meeting and they crush every question. Uh, reads like, we'll pay extra fees to get the process faster. Yeah. They already went over the floor plans with like the city architect. Everything is looking up dandy. They're treating this honestly like when Christine Ford took down Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. So it's it's a big deal. She it's wins. A big deal. She wins. Um, but like Reed's trying to like celebrate this, and Noelle's immediately like, "But you gotta let this go." Like, yeah. Like Noelle's like, "Dude, I'm graduating. Literally nothing matters," and that's something I've realized very apparently lately. Yeah, I was a little sus, but then I was like, "That makes sense." Yeah, and Josh is like, "Yeah, there's other things we care about now." And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Reed finally realizes the world doesn't revolve around her, so she takes Noelle to dinner during the, like, Billings alum weekend that she's playing. Yeah, and, uh-oh, surprise, Kieran and Taylor show up, and they're gonna throw, like, a little all about Noelle day because Reed's like, she's probably sad because her dad died. And it's like, yeah. It's sweet. It you is know, sweet. If we know our girl Reed, she can't stay present. She thinks she's seeing Ariana, but Oh, classic Reed. She's always thinking she's seeing someone. And they go on Noelle's dad's boat, and they sail around Connecticut. And they're like, oh my god, Noelle, you didn't watch the board meeting? Don't worry, we have a stream of it on this laptop, so let's watch that while we're on this boat partying and celebrating you, Noelle. Let's talk about Reed. <laughs> I imagine Reed was wearing, like, a power suit, too. Yeah, and a sash, being like, I won the proposal. She goes in with that before. Yeah. Um, Noelle's like, fine, we'll watch it. And then afterwards, Reed is like sweating, shaking, yeah. like, no, well, if you really want me not to do this, I won't do this. And, and it's like, like, that's all I wanted. Uh, Billings yeah. is yours. <laughs> like, also, Reed, why wouldn't you, like, have that awareness before, you know, getting, like, all of the paperwork together? Like, why wouldn't you have that conversation with Noelle it beforehand? doesn't mean anything. God. I would be like, I'm not standing in your way at this point. Yeah. You're not going to give it up. Who cares? This is just for show. God. I would be more pissed off. I'd be like, don't ask for permission. Yeah, just do it. Uh, but then also creep, oh, creepier text from Mystery Texter this time. Yeah, this one's kind of vague. And this is when I started realizing I didn't know if I could trust them. Yeah, because the Mystery Text says, you should figure out how to lock your door. Yeah, very neutral. Yeah, which is just kind of like, why? What's going on? I don't know. She um, calls Ivy. To like, watch, watch my door. Watch my, watch my watch door. My, hey, Ivy, are you busy? Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm busy partying and I didn't invite you. Get a fold-out chair. <laughs> Can you watch my door? Just sit in front of my door. And Ivy's like, yeah, sure. I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, Reed gets back, though, and things are out of sort. Apparently, yeah. she's really, like, OCD and keeps her room clean. 
Yeah. So Ivy, Ivy also probably doesn't even know it's in her room. I'd be like, "Yep, it looks not messy. Looks, this is pretty clean." And then when Reed rushes back, she finds out that all of like the blueprints for the Billings house have been stolen. Yeah, the blueprint that she had like just lying decoratively on her desk was stolen. But why does she have the only copy of the blueprint? She is not a construction worker. See, this is where I said here's where Reed needs to take a lesson out of my handbook because my room is so messy once you set something down, it's gone forever. Yeah. And my computer is so slow, it would take them it would be whirring by the time I got <laughs> home and they're like, We can't find the file to delete. Yeah, and you come in, you're like, Oh hey, can you get out of my room? Those are my blueprints. Good luck finding them. It's a built-in security system. It's just a mess everywhere. I'm like, haha, I beat you because I put my blueprints down. I don't even know where they are. The joke's on you. No one can find the blueprints. <laughs> oh. Um, um, and then Josh is also in their hallway for some weird reason. And he's like, oh, hey. And she's like, what are you doing here? I thought they he was like fucking Ivy or something. I thought so too. Yeah. He was acting really standoffish, really weird. I have been kind of waiting for a Josh flip to yeah. be evil for a long time. So I was kind of like, maybe they'll do it in this last book. But Reed is like, I, I can't be, I can't um, second guess my boyfriend right now. I'll yeah. just, I'll file this away for later. I'll think about it later. Yeah. Uh, and then we're now we're at the ribbon cutting. Um, she again swears she sees people uh, watching her. Very fun. They cut the ribbon, and this is where I was truly confused, because I don't understand how they describe this. I wrote the exact same thing down. The the way this action is written is horrible. How do you visualize it? I visualized it. Okay, I'm going to tell the listeners what happened in the way that I saw it. Okay. So, the cement truck, after the ribbon-cutting ceremony... So, it's a ribbon-cutting for the basement to be filled, essentially. Yeah. So, the cement truck is backing up into the pit to fill the basement with cement. And then somehow the cement truck, instead of stopping, completely just, like, flips over completely into the basement hole. Oh. And is now, like, upside down. That would make more sense than mine. Because in my head, I saw that the cement it was already filled in and it was, like, setting. And then he got stuck in it. Oh, interesting. But that might make more sense. Because they said that the weight, that he was, like, angled a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but anyway, something weird happens with the cement truck is what we learned from this. They managed to pull the driver out, but the reporters are going ballistic at this point. And it's weird the reporters are like, Reed, how did you do this? Why did you do this? Why would you sabotage the cement truck? And it's like, why? She didn't do this, reporters. It started from there and then just dwindled into, it's cursed? Is it cursed? Is the curse real? Which, yeah. How do they, how do they know public about, information? How do they know about the curse? Who, like, we all just learned about it. It makes no sense. Reporters don't act like like that. Reed at this point thinks that something is up. So she's talking to the girls in the library and at the same time Josh and Graham are fighting. Oh, yeah. God. Again, uh-oh, Josh versus Graham. And and Reed instead of going to console her boyfriend, goes to confront Graham and be like, "Why don't you like my boyfriend?" <laughs> Why don't you like my boyfriend? You are extremely volatile, and I should be nervous around you, but why don't you like my boyfriend? And Graham unloads. Graham fucking goes off. He's like, I don't know, Reed, don't you think it's a coincidence that at his last school that I went to with him, that his girlfriend and his roommate both died around the same time from different reasons? That guy is crazy. You shouldn't trust him. He's manic depressive. And yeah. I was like, okay, again, so am I. <laughs> once again, we, uh, we you know, villainize mental health. Like, he, he's crazy. He takes meds. 
And Reed's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, yeah, so you should know he's crazy. Graham, we don't need you telling us we're unworthy of love. Our brain's already doing it. Checkmate, yeah. Liv Tars. Yeah, loser. I already know I'm not worthy of love. <laughs> and another grudge he has with Reed is that Reed won't date his brother Sawyer. Yeah, and they literally went on a date that was hardly a date. But Sawyer runs into Reed after this, and he's like, are you okay? Listen, Reed, at the end of the day, I just, I want you to be happy even if it's, even if it's with another guy. Yeah. Like, they had any history. They literally did nothing together. I know. Uh, Yeah, he does this at the, the Billings brunch after the ribbon cutting, and then Josh, like, walks in on them talking, and then Reed's like, I've never seen a crazier look in his eyes. And it's like, I hate that. He's so possessive. He makes a weird joke, like... I, I haven't graduated and you're already moving on already. And then he goes, ha, 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 ha. I was just joking. Yeah, who's it's that fun weird. for? No, that's fun for no one. God, have you, like, you, have you, I feel like we both dated people who, like, make an insecure joke and been like, ha, 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 that's so funny. And it's like, that's terrifying and not funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had so many guy friends that I didn't want to fuck that. Yeah. Also mutual. And yeah. my boyfriend would freak out. And I'd be like, chill. Yeah. Daddy, chill. Daddy, chill. Reed is stressed because this is an insane outburst. And, and Josh is off his meds. Her immediate assumption is he's off his meds. Like, yeah. She doesn't even sit, like, they've been dating for, what, like, a year and a half at this point. And the fact that she doesn't say, like, hey, Josh, I'm worried about you. Are you off your meds? No, she just makes assumptions. Because, again, the world revolves around Reed. It does. I also feel like um, it, he doesn't really create an environment where it feels like he could, you could ask that question. No, no. Which is so bad. The foundation of their relationship is horrendous. The fact that she can't ask that and then already makes that assumption without, like, I mean, maybe he's just stressed. Yeah. Intense. We, we can have normal yeah, things affect but also too. The, Yeah, like, also the fact that she doesn't, like, create uh, an environment for, like, Josh to do the same. Like, they create no environment for oh, them safety. to... Be safe and communicate with each other. Yeah. She has no time to deal with her relationship problems because she got a text to get to the construction site. Yeah, and, and she basically goes, Ivy Noel, come on, let's go. They're like, it's the middle of the night. This might not and be a good she goes, idea. No, we have to go. The texter told me to. And then there's a banner that is up on what was the stage that says Billings girls are murderers. And then Ariana, Sabine, and Kalista Ryan, who was the, the woman who tried to kill her in the Bahamas. Yeah, whatever. and Reed's mad that uh, uh, Cheyenne's mom isn't up there. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why isn't she in the club? She killed my papa. Yeah, and so Reed starts clomping around on this stage being like, I'm gonna take these banners down. How dare they ruin my construction site? Yeah, and <laughs> at the same time, the platform is like shaking a little bit. It's wobbly. Yeah. And now the platform is like over the basement, mm-hmm. right? I pictured it over the hole. I think it was just near the hole. I don't oh, know. Okay. Either way, this bitch falls. It ca- it collapses. And, and then she's in the hospital and she broke her arm. Yep, she broke her arm. She got some stitches on her forehead. And Ivy and Noel are like, okay, we should phone your boyfriend. She's like, don't phone my boyfriend. He, yeah, he's too crazy to understand what I'm going through. <laughs> You're like, he's going to flip out if yeah, you realize like, that you're in the hospital yeah, you don't tell him. Like, any a partner would freak out if you just, like, suddenly broke an, a limb and just did not tell them. But, you know, he cre- they create that environment and we can tell by the next scene because they're in the art cemetery and Josh is yelling at her once again. <laughs> He's being sus as fuck. And 
just like and we just like I have to leave because ah uh, this is cr- weird and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, she asks like, "Are you tense? Is everything okay?" And he's like, "What? what? You think I'm tense because you talked to Graham? And I see you sneaking around with Sawyer because apparently it doesn't compute that she has as friends with Sawyer." She he's like, "If she doesn't want to fuck me, she must want to fuck other people." Yeah. Um. And then the next day he's like, "Man, I'm really sorry about that. Last night was crazy. Can you believe that?" <laughs> Last night was a movie. Uh, can you believe how how angry I was at you last night? That was weird, huh? But luckily he's vague and leaves, leaves all his yeah. stress up in the air. He's basically like, I need to tell you something, but later. To tell you something, but later. I know you have to go to the construction site. This was probably the worst time to tell you. Hey, I know you're stressed out about a lot of things, but I need to tell you a deep, dark secret. But I'll tell you that later so you can just think about that while you're thinking about all your other things, too. Reed shows up at the construction site that she has to overlook because she is a 17-year-old girl boss. Ah, yes, of course. She has to overlook the construction of the frame of this house, something I'm sure she knows a lot about. I'm sure. And at this time, there's, like, a, a truck that has support beams. I don't know. It has, like, bricks. Yeah. I picked it. Okay, I pictured this as a crane just carrying a bunch of loose bricks, <laughs> and they're all just kind of, like, straily falling out because there's nothing keeping them intact <laughs> other than this crane holding them. You know, it's crazy, too, because it says the supports are holding them, and when I when I saw that, I always see, like, long rafters, because yeah. you need long to have supports, yeah. but, like, the, they're loose bricks. They're so small. No support would hold them without, like, a bottom. Yeah. Like, because, like, they didn't describe how these bricks are held in this crane. <laughs> so, like, they didn't say, like, oh, there's something wrapped around the bricks. It just feels like it's just, like, a clump of bricks somehow wrapped in this crane. And all and, these loose bricks start falling. Yeah, and then the crane just, like, unleashes them. And then they fall on Carolina and Reed, but they jump out at the last minute. Yeah, they're, like, 50 yards away from it. Yeah, and then they make a joke being like, ah, oh, maybe we're all cursed after all. Ah ha 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 ha. Luckily, Reed has the best friends in the world. They have, they throw a party, a surprise party for her in the chapel. Yeah. And it's an almost rest in peace party. And they all just dress up as like the devil and the grim reaper and a pope and a reverend. And this old church. They just decide to eat a bunch of chocolate and drink a bunch of champagne and celebrate the fact that Reed once again evaded death. I think that's a pretty fun bit that I wish they had introduced. I wish on. they did this every single time Reed almost died. It would have made me respect this book series ten times more. You would have, yeah, exactly. You would have had more fun. This is the only thing that I would have been like looking forward to every book. Exactly. Uh, and then we also finally talk about why Noelle has a scar above her hip. Yeah, she fell off a horse when she was younger, and then someone left out a like garden hoe, one of those um those like three pronged things. Yeah. And it, it apparently I don't. I, feel like she got pierced, but I don't know how she wouldn't have died. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. But anyway, she has a cool, sexy scar. She does. Um, and then um, she gets a text from the mystery texter being like, don't go to the awards ceremony. Yeah. And she's kind of bummed about this. Yeah. She she's was like, but definitely... I want to go to the awards ceremony. Well, I want to go. Uh, and then the next day, Josh is like, oh, thank God you're here. I can finally tell you my deep, dark secret that you've been thinking about for a day and a half. And he tells her... That he was waitlisted into Cornell. Which, thank God this is the secret. Because Reed was really thinking it was him messing with her for a while. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, he's not off his meds. He's just upset. We figure out him and Graham have been fighting because 
um, he actually was lying to her about this, obviously. Yeah. And that's why he's been studying. That's why he's stressed out. He wants to get in. Because he applied to no other colleges. What an idiot. So stupid. And he's like, I just thought it was a sure thing. And it's like, okay, buddy. And Reed is goes back and forth like, I should tell you. I, should, I shouldn't tell you. I don't want to stress you out. I should yeah. tell you. Okay, fine. I'm getting mystery texts and am once again about to get killed. And he's like, oh, babe, not again. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what he's, oh, God, what oh, a Tuesday. Babe, you always know how to outdo me. You always know. I don't think I would tell my boyfriend it after that. Like, I feel like you have your friends. You can handle that on your own. I mean, I think if I had a more healthy relationship, I would, but... Mm. I think if I... Yeah, that is fair. I think regardless, I would be like, I want them to get into the college of their dreams, and I can handle this. Yeah. Um, but then, and then we start, you know, we talk to Ivy, and Ivy's, like, just ready to leave, too. But interrupting this conversation, Carolina rushes in, which is weird because she knows exactly where Reed lives and just bursts into the dorm and into her room. I love her just knowing everything. Right? Go, She's Carolina. She's like Rita Skeeter from the Harry Potter series. She comes in and she shows them a video of um, someday on the construction site. Yeah, the crane operator. And we can see a blonde girl in a trench coat and a straw hat. That is the grossest outfit I've ever heard. Yeah, it sounds gross. Paying off a worker and they're like, I would know that blonde hair anywhere. Even though everyone I feel like on this campus is Has blonde. blonde hair, yeah. But minus like Rita Noel. It's Paige Ryan. Yeah. And so Paige just immediately gets arrested for like trying to murder people, like, paying someone to murder them. I love how exhausted they got at this point that they were like, let's just get them Next page, arrested. arrested. The next page. No search. It was just like, yep, she did it. And um, they end up at the award ceremony. Reed's like, I have no problems yeah, now. Yeah, Paige is arrested. I can go to the award ceremony. Paige is my killer. I can hang out. She wins two awards. She gets the scholar athlete. And then somehow, which is what I want to talk to you about, Yes, she gets the overall academic achievement. Bitch, when does, when is she studying? Literally when? She was, she was, what she, you say earlier, 90% of her time she wasn't sleeping. Yeah, she was, she's been having trouble sleeping and all she thinks about is Mr. Lange's death and she constantly is aware of people who may or may not be following her. There is no way in my, in at all that she could win this. No. It with had to have been someone time? else. time? With literally what time? I don't know. She's concerned, though, because Sawyer also won, but he is missing. Where's Sawyer? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so she texts him, and she's like, hey, lover, where are you at? <laughs> Josh reads this and is, like, shaking. He's so mad. Uh, Missy comes up and is being weird to read again. Yeah, she tries threatening her, and by threatening her, she takes her... Uh, a roll of bread at and dinner. Chews into it. And then puts it down. Yeah. Which is very funny. It was weird. Yeah, Missy, like, wants to be a villain, but Missy isn't good enough to be a villain. Missy's too stupid. Yeah. And Reed's like, I'm done with this. This was my role. So she decides to follow her. Yeah. I'm gonna go follow Missy for taking a bite out of my bread. <laughs> <laughs> this was a really unsettling chapter for me because she sees her and Graham making out, which, whatever, that's not that gross. Yeah. But then Missy notices her... Watching, watching them and just smiles. Makes eye contact and smiles. I hate that. Which doesn't mean Missy's in love with Reed. Maybe. Why would you be this mad? Why would you be this obsessed with Reed if you weren't in love with her? That's, I'm on to something. That's some gay shit. That's some gay shit. But Reed's, Reed's honeymoon making eye contact with Missy is cut short. 
Because she immediately gets, like, uh, grabbed and taken by a captor. Yeah, someone's trying to kidnap Reed again. We're pulling out all the stops. Yeah, and, like, Josh, Trey, and Gage come out of nowhere, and they're like, hey, stop that! They kind of see the car um, the person is driving and, like, two of the letters on their license plate, but we we don't really know who it is. The abductor gets stopped, and Josh is like, Reed, are you okay? Uh, She's like, yeah. And they're like, and they, like, don't, they're not like, oh, let's call the cops, let's hire you a bodyguard or anything like that. It's just like, oh, that was a close one. Yeah. (laughs) Then... After this, Taylor, Kieran, Ivy, and Noelle are all congregated in Reed's yeah. dorm, and they're, they're trying to figure out who is texting her. Yeah. And once again, it's some techie shit that I don't understand. Yeah, Taylor and Ivy are like, uh, tech girls activate, let's hack a phone to text the mystery texter, we'll break down the firewall and hack the mainframe. Oh my god, it's like that Cartoon Network show with the three really hot spies. Totally spies. Oh my god, what a great show. I, I used to love them. that. Did you have one that you really wanted to be? Yeah, I always want to be the green one. With the red hair? Yeah. Was she the leader? I think so. I loved her. I loved her. Also, just her, she looked so good in her costume. She really did. Uh, we should honestly find a person to be totally spiced with one. Oh, that, would that would be really be, fun. That would be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Because you could be the blonde one. I could. I have short hair. Yeah. Oh my god, wait. And Anna could be the one with black hair. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I love it's a couple's costume and then me. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to put that in, our, in my phone notes for Halloween costumes for okay, us for the future. Okay, moving on, moving on. Moving on, moving on. So all those totally spies are congregated in Reed's room. And, and they figure out how to text MT. They, yeah, they set up a program to, like, run numbers. <laughs> and <laughs> that's literally what it said. <laughs> one, zero, zero, one, zero, zero. They're in the Matrix, and within the Matrix, they pull a number that they realize yeah. is the mystery texture. And they're number. like, okay, enough games, mystery texture. Tell us who you are. And he texts back, come alone, one hour, directions attached. Yeah, and they're like, well, we're all gonna have to go, because that's sketchy as fuck. Yeah, no thanks. Plus, it's thunderstorming out. Yeah. We hate that. We, we hate that. Um, she tells Josh she's going, but the girls are going, so it's okay. Yeah. Bye, bye, Josh. Um, and she goes, but if you haven't heard from me in two hours, call the cops. You know what's crazy is I read this and I was so confused later on because I thought she said, and if I'm not back in one week. <laughs> it was Could like, you what? imagine telling your partner, like, if I you haven't heard from me in a week, feel free to call the cops. <laughs> That'd be awful. That'd be hilarious. They drive in someone's Mercedes. Yeah, and uh, they get there, and it's a deja vu moment. They're like, holy shit, this is Cheyenne's house. Yeah, and then beep, beep, the number texts him again, and she's like, tisk tisk, you brought all your friends. And Reed's like, it's Ariana, I'm calling Detective Howard right now. And she tries telling him all this, and he's like, I'm going to stop you there, Reed. I'm tired of this. He's like, hey, Reed, you love drama, and I do not give a shit anymore. That was really funny. And he's like, I'm too busy with paperwork to deal with your problems. I'm too busy with Paige Ryan's paperwork that you brought up. But also, Paige was the person. Yeah. Why is he cranky about this? I don't know. You're in a small town. This is probably the most action you're going to get. Maybe that's the issue. He moved here to not have to do his job, and now he has to. (laughs) Oh, honestly, relatable. Honestly, the yeah. The hero of the book. <laughs> okay, and at this point, we're on page, like, 177, and I wrote down, we have 40 pages in this book left. How the hell are we going to wrap this whole thing up? I also wasn't wondering, I did not know, but they all, 
all five of the girls get out of the car. They go check in on Cheyenne's house. And they see, like, a curtain, like, fall. And, like, Reed's like, I swear that was Sawyer. Yeah. She gets another text. Go inside. The parlor's upstairs. She gets up the stairs. And, wait, we have to talk about this just briefly before we get into that. Ivy's, like, really excited to go into this house. (laughs) And Reed's like, it made me really unsettled that Ivy was just, like, having fun with this. And I was going to look into getting her a therapist after this. And I was like... Out of all the people in this group who need a therapist, you do not get to decide who does and does not need a therapist, Reed. Turn that lens inward. Yeah, get one for yourself. Get one for yourself. I do love Ivy in this moment because they are, like, about to die and Ivy's super stoked. Yeah, Ivy's very Scooby-Doo moment. Like, we're gonna solve it, guys. I love her. Honestly, she loves the thrill. Oh, she loves the thrill. Uh, But they go up the stairs. And um, Reed gets a text from Sawyer saying, get out, run now. Which is, you know, pretty frightening. Pretty weird. Um, But they don't have any time to go because Graham shows up holding a gun. Yeah. And then also behind him, and I picture her holding a dog for some reason, but she isn't. Oh, I love that. But she has, like, holding dog energy. Cheyenne Martin shows up, listeners. I was really... Okay, well, obviously, I was not expecting this, but I was confused because I thought her dad wasn't around anymore. Yeah. Her mom's in jail, so has she just been, like, squatting? Well, like, she says later her mom knew, like, helped orchestrate this, so none of this makes sense. Cheyenne's like, you're finally gonna die, and Graham knocks out Noelle, and we are all wondering, why is Cheyenne back? Yeah, why did she give up on school to maybe murder someone two years later? I was insanely confused. Yeah. And the way they kind of described her, like, staying alive was very Romeo Juliet. Yeah. Uh, her mom helped her orchestrate her death, and Sabine's mom, they basically blackmailed Sabine because they realized that she was Ariana's sister. Yeah. Which I don't, it doesn't doesn't make make sense. It doesn't make sense. And Sabine's mom is some kind of voodoo specialist who gave her, like, this sludge to drink and then she appeared dead for, like, two hours. Yeah, they hired actors to come in and, like, be like, she's dead, take the body away. Yeah, they paid off Mrs. Naylor, the Billings house mom, to confirm she was dead. And it it seems like a lot of effort. It seems like it's a lot of moving pieces and feels like such a huge stretch. Also, what little trust you must have in Sabine. And, you gave her a gun later. And she also insists that this curse is still real. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, a lot of this seems not up to circumstance, but up to what you created for yourself. Yes. Uh, and she knocks out Noelle and then Reed. Yes. Uh, pitch Black, soon stars. But Reed, in this interaction, has grabbed Kieran's taser and hides it. Yeah. In, like, her, her waistband. waistband. Yeah. Um, and Reed wakes up, you know, in, like, in a, a, in a basement, and Graham's at the bar, mixing himself a drink, kind of. Trying to take the edge off before he murders someone. <laughs> Rita's like, can I have a water? And yeah. Graham comes over and, like, feeds it to her. And then she describes him just, like, being annoyed how weak she is. Yeah, and she's, like, trying to figure out a way to use the taser to singe the twine that she's been restrained with. Which is, like, why didn't they just restrain her with handcuffs? Also, that makes a really loud noise. She tries covering it off by like coughing coughing, but I think you would still be able to hear it yeah and then Graham has his big confessional of why he's doing this and he's still mad that Jen died and blames Josh for it even though they weren't dating when she killed herself 
He's like, Josh took a girl from me, so I must take a girl from him. Yeah, eye for an eye. The, proving once again the men in this book do not respect Do women. we think that Graham was in love with his twin sister, Jen? Oh, you know, I didn't think about that, but that would kind of seems like it could could be something. Yeah, fan theory over here. Fan theory. Uh, we learn that Sawyer was the mystery texter, and he hacked like he stole that phone from him to get them to come here. And Graham is really pushed over the edge because Reed hears this and is like, "Is Sawyer okay?" And Graham's like, "What do you What do you think I'm insane? You think I would kill my brother?" Oh, she's like, "Won't put past you." And she also tries to like bargain with Graham, being like, "You don't want to do this. Like, you don't want to do this to your family, to yourself. Like, you would be throwing your entire future away if you do this." And Graham is just like, "Shut up! I'm gonna kill you right now." Does that thing where he like cocks his elbow and holds the gun up to her forehead, and Cheyenne's like. Graham, not without me. You said I was going to get to watch her die. So strange. So strange. Um, But then, like, that, like, jolts Graham enough to be like, what, what, what? And Reed is able to get the stun gun and stun him. And when she does that, he shoots the gun and it hits Cheyenne in the shin. Yep. And And she goes, whoa. Ow. (laughs) And the cops show up. Anyways. Yeah. Sawyer called them pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, Which also, why didn't he call them, like, immediately when he saw, like, them show up to the house? Like, couldn't he have known, like, the plan? Yeah, I don't know. It feels like he could have called them, like, a lot sooner. Yeah, because he called them after Reed, because Reed figures that out for Josh. Yeah, and Reed also says some dumb line about, like, don't worry, guys, I, I saved, saved myself this time. time. Shut up. I know. Uh, and Sawyer apologizes to Reed being like, oh, Reed, I'm really sorry this all happened. <laughs> well, uh, me and my dang family. Uh, and they also have to arrest Daniel Ryan, too. Yeah, he was the one who tried kidnapping Reed. Yeah. Um, everything's and, better. And everything's pretty much back to normal. Josh gets into Cornell. Noel graduates uh headmaster apologizes and goes yeah we're not gonna come back here which makes sense which is fair how did cheyenne and graham get linked up again i know they were skyping but i did Paige know that she was still alive i think so okay i don't remember okay weird, I think weird that's shit what it was. um missy also gets arrested at the graduation, at graduation. um yeah for, you know, conspiring to kill. They party, they toast to Billings. Uh, we find out, like, the, the two of her friends from Pemberley want to apply to Billings next year. Yeah, and Reed's really butthurt, because she's like, oh no, all the girls are going to have to apply, and some of them won't get in again, which is like, have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing? Just, just pick them. Um, but then, like, Reed just, like, packs up and, like, goes on summer break. Yep. That's the end leaves. of the book. That's the end. And I hate that ending. I, like, we don't get, what? Like I know, it's so lazy. It's so lazy. She's just like, okay, bye, Josh. I'll see you later this summer, maybe. Yeah. Also, how far is Cornell from Easton? It's in Boston, so it's probably pretty close because they're in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're in Boston all the time. Yeah. Okay, so good luck to them. Good luck to them. But um, that brings us to the top five uh, endings we would have wanted to see instead. Gosh, and there are so many better endings for this book. Yes. Um, number five, I would have really loved if the grandma came out, like, whether, like, early on in this book, graduation was like, oh, you two? I mixed it up. You two are not sisters. She would have finally been able to kiss Noelle. Uh, and we know that she has a big, big crush on Noelle. I know. She really does. 
Number four, the kind of chaos evil. Would have been fun though. All of Easton burns down. I would have loved that. That would have been such like a such a badass cool guys don't look at explosions ending. There is a curse after all. There's a curse after all. You know, Reed could have just like been like, and I'm going to Cornell too. I'm gonna pay my way in. I don't know, some weird she shit could have happened. She literally can. I mean, if she won all these student awards, she's very smart. Yeah. Um, number three, if Josh and Reed broke up, like it just feels like they either needed to, like, solidify their relationship or break it off. And it seemed like they've just had a lot, a lot of problems these past, you know, essence ever. Yeah, three and two are kind of a dual package because if they didn't break up, we wanted to see them fuck. Oh my god, listeners, you and I, we all have been waiting for them to fuck. And they book three. Like, literally, like, the amount of times I can't imagine, like, her being like, oh, thank god I'm still alive, I'm gonna go fuck my boyfriend. Why isn't that your logic? Like, wouldn't you want to, like, be like, oh, gosh, I have to, like, savor every single moment with this person. That adrenaline high and following it and fucking them, that's, do it. I can't believe they didn't fuck. I can't either. I cannot believe they didn't fuck. Um, and number one is going to be something, we've been teased this. Yes. For books and books and books. Reed always thinks they are following her. We wanted Ariana and Sabine to come back because that's literally what I thought was going to happen. You know what is crazy, and I wish I had looked it up before, but Ariana has a spin-off series. series called Privilege. And at the end of that book, she has an um, encounter with Reed that actually ends up in like ending her life. So oh my I God. thought that this was what was going to be Yeah. I'm trying to, like, look it up, but I probably won't get to it by the... But, yeah, she has an encounter where she's, like, thrown off a cliff. Oh, well, let's definitely talk about that in our wrap-up episode. Okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll have to, because I know there's a bunch of spin-offs for this book that we... And the, some prequels, too, that we don't even get to, so... It would be important to bring up. It would be important to bring up. Um, but, damn, yeah, uh, I'm disappointed with the ending. And we're going to talk about all of our disappointments with the series as a whole. Me too. Uh, our highs, our lows, our roses, our thorns... Uh, listeners, if you haven't, please, please, just pretty please, uh, follow us on Instagram at Maggie and Laura, at Twitter, uh, on uh, at Yaoi Reddit. Watch our web series; it's called See You in Hell. Rate and review our podcast. We love you so much. We're really excited to do our wrap up episode next week for you all. Maggie's really fixated on reading about privilege. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, but we'll talk about it next. We'll week. talk about it next week. And listeners, we hope you enjoyed us reading the private series, and we hope you even enjoy us more breaking it down next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.